The Walter's Road overpass seems to lie across my path like a roadblock. When I crest the hill, I see a car on the ramp, and its lights point like a finger. Still in the passing lane, I rocket past Walther's Road, and a couple of cars merge onto the interstate. I have to check. Did the cops send a unit after me? Guess not. Nothing so simple, Gus. They have a description of your car, even your plate number. They'll be waiting for you when you get home. I didn't do it. They'll believe me. For all I know, this voice on the radio comes from somewhere inside my head. I hit the power button, and the radio goes quiet. Good. The voice stops. I really should get some sleep. I can't pull over in Dealeyburg, though. They'll bust me for loitering or something. A sign looms ahead. Exit 9. Pitzer Avenue. Gehenna. One mile. Traffic gets a little thicker. An 18-wheeler blares its headlights at me. I move into the right lane, hoping he'll get past me before the on-ramp. But no luck. A car falls in beside me. Is it a cop? drop back to somewhere near the speed limit. The truck finally gets past me. The other car accelerates in the new third lane and pulls in front of me. Gus, Gus, Gus. I jump. I turned off the radio, but that same voice comes from the passenger seat. I glance over and see a young punk. The dashboard lights glint off rings in his ear, his nose, his eyebrow. His green hair sticks up like marsh grass. His leather jacket creaks when he fishes out a cigar. Got a light? I concentrate on the road. I've gone past white lion fever into full-blown psychosis. He finds the cigarette lighter, plunges it home. His sleeve retracts to expose the tail of a tattoo. You're screwed, Gus. You know that, don't you? You killed a little girl, and now you have to pay for it. You say so. I don't believe it. Picture this. The Parlow family leaves Birmingham for a vacation in St. Louis. Right before they get to Hamilton, their boy Spencer starts crying. They pull onto the shoulder. Hannah Barlow, the mother, has to take Missy out of her seat to get to Spencer. When she finally gets the boy quiet, she's so tired she doesn't notice Missy has wandered into the grass to lie down. They leave without her. Eventually they realize what happened. They turn back. They're coming up to the same spot. And what do they see? Missy standing by the road. And you, nodding off at the wheel. Swerving into the emergency lane. Ramming your car into their daughter's body at 80 miles per hour. How do you know all that? Don't you know who I am? Not the devil. I didn't kill anyone. You can't punish me for something I didn't do. No, I'm not the devil. I'm just a demon. I work in the place where child killers go. It's called Gehenna. The lighter pops up so he pulls it out and applies it to his cigar. Hmm, nothing like a good Havana.
So where are the horns, the tail, the pitchfork? That wouldn't scare you, now would it? Pay him no mind, Gus. You're tired. You're hearing things. You're seeing things. Take the next exit. Find a motel. Get some sleep. Exit 8. Crawford Street. Gehenna. One mile. Yes, take a ramp. Any ramp. They all go straight to Gehenna. Do you know what happens there? We let the victims handle your punishment. They used to let children go into the battlefields to finish off the enemy wounded. It's funny, they're old enough to know how to inflict pain but not old enough to understand the consequences. I know a lot about torture. That's how I got this job. But those kids have taught me a thing or two. I won't listen to this.